Welcome to Armchair Judges, a podcast where we will look back at various decisions over the years in boxing, MMA, or whatever, and we will decide whether they are as horrible as people say, or not so bad at all. Joining me tonight are my co-hosts, Trevor, say hello. Hello. And Aidan. Hello. How are we all? Yeah, we're good. What's the news? Dead air. <laughs> Just <laughs> jump, jump straight into it then. We have chosen... Juan Manuel Marquez versus Manny Pacquiao one from MGM Grand Garden Arena, Las Vegas, Nevada, 8th of May 2004. Uh, Juan Manuel Marquez is 42, 2 and 0, and Manny Pacquiao is 38, 2 and 1. And this fight is for the WBA and IBF featherweight titles. I had a little look around for odds and purses for this, but I didn't have much luck. Did you have any luck, Aiden? No, I didn't have any luck. Um, Everything seemed to be pretty much hinting towards Pacquiao just walking through Marquez in the lead-up to the fight. Because he had just starched Barrera previously, right? Yep. Yeah. Some other notes I've got from the lead-up to the fight. Pacquiao was 6-1-1 and one with six knockouts in title fights at this point. Marquez was 2-1 and one with one knockout in title fights at that point. Marquez was, was bringing the what titles. Was, what was Marquez? 2-1 uh, and one with one knockout in title really? fights. Yep. And he was bringing both titles? Yep. Didn't... Pacquiao win one from Barrera? Or was that a, at a weight lower? No, nah, so um, Marquez was the only title holder in this fight. Oh, shit. Well, according to the broadcast at the start anyway, I know at the oh, end okay. they announced Pacquiao's uh, retaining his own title. That's weird. Yeah, I thought they were bringing one each. On the undercard, I noticed Cotto versus Nadu, which was, I didn't realise Cotto was actually fighting that high level that early. And Anton Eccles was on the undercard, who's only really notable for losing a split decision to Anthony Mundine a year earlier for the super middleweight title. And going through box and I saw Butterbean for that day on the undercard of it, and we'll fight. There's that. <laughs> Giving Butterbean short shrift as he deserves. <laughs> oh, mate. The dude who got outboxed by the fossil of Larry Holmes. And yeah. He did He did fight Minoa, man, though. Did he? That was, yeah, yeah, Butterbean. Butterbean In, tapped him out, I believe. He tapped no, no, him. no, no, man tapped Butterbean. Yeah, so how did you just, like, sit on him? No. Yeah, he, 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 he sat on Manal, man, who I think he got a belly-down armbar, if I recall. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, fucking... he pureed that Butterbean. So, yeah, this is HBO boxing, which is now defunct, which I kind of didn't remember. And they start off with this little feature, which is interesting. They uh, have a little drive through town, and uh, they speak to some of the toothless locals. And... Uh, I didn't realise Pacquiao was into gambling and not training this early in his career. <laughs> to be fair, gambling when you're meant to have other responsibilities is actually pretty fun. No, it's kind of based. And he's just like not training for weeks at a time, just playing pool all day by the sounds of it. That sounds like exactly what I would be doing in that sort of a situation. And he's also acting. Did you did you notice that? He's doing the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I did that. It looked like a super low quality yeah, kung fu. How dare you? That movie looked amazing. <laughs> I want to see that movie. I want, I, want, I want copies of that on Blu-ray. I didn't realise he started that so early either. He's only 25 years. I know, he's a fresh baby-faced young boy. I think Marquez is already getting a bit older. He's 30 here, man. He's 30, 30, yeah. Which is kind of wild because it's 2004. 
So one of the things I noted was they already were pretty much looking past this, which for one seems to happen all the time with bad decisions when they have a big fight coming up, but yeah. also for people not performing their full potential. I had this in my notes as well, like very early on, it seems like Pacquiao bias, and it's, it's kind of like, oh yeah, there's this other guy, one in all markets. He's here too. They're planning a Morales fight already. Eric Morales, the yeah. sort of other great Mexican featherweight of this time. Yeah. And um, even when Marquez is walking out, they, they say it's a pro Pacquiao crowd, despite there being heaps of Mexicans yeah, there. Yeah, it's Nevada. It's all Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be surprised if there's, like, any Filipinos there. And one of the commentators even says, his mate from Mexico says, once Manny knocks out Marquez, Manny will be a Mexican, Mexican too. Really? Yeah. I, I completely missed that. I did note that, actually. Did you? Yeah. So, before the fight starts, we get Larry Merchant. Oh, I actually wrote in my notes here. <laughs> Sorry, guys, but I actually wrote in my notes here. Larry Merchant, God's help us. <laughs> oh, drunk Larry. This guy looks like he's fucking three lines of coke and six scotches into a fucking bender. And he even says, too much of a good thing is wonderful, like... We can tell, man. We can tell. <laughs> it's funny that as fucked as he looks now, he looked like that in 2004. <laughs> I, I'm, he sh- Mate, I, he's old. Like, he should he, be dead. <laughs> he's just in a permanent state of being pickled, I think. Yeah, yeah it's, it's sort of the HBO boxing. He's got like the... I kind of miss it. I didn't realise. Like, they do they do a good job, whatever their problems are, which I'm sure we'll discuss during this. Everything feels like a big fight with HBO. Even the, like, boxing after dark. Even watching a, a, a shitty quality version of the fight on, on YouTube, you could just tell that that big production yeah. was there. Big yeah. fight feel, the music, everything. All right. So the intro is kind of done. The only person on the panel who I kind of like is Emmanuel Stewart. The rest of them seem heavily pro Pacquiao. Yeah. yeah. Jim's sort of usually okay in a lot of fights, but everyone's very pro Pacquiao. Yeah. They even think at one point they called him the recognised people's featherweight champion of the world. Actually, what? I think that's how Michael Buffer announced him. What does that even mean? Like that's... It means they want him to win. Yeah. Really. That means like Bob... Bob is, who, who, who's the promoter? Is it Bob Aaron? Not sure I didn't catch it. Yeah. Well, it means whoever's paying for the promotion wants him to win. Yeah. Also, I, I did notice, I'm probably jumping ahead a bit here, I haven't seen that much No Fear gear since the late 90s, so that was nice to see Pacquiao's corner. It was 2004. It was only just going out of style. It was the honorary 90s. (laughs) All right, so... We want to announce the uh, judges and the referee. Yes. So, the referee for the bout was Joe Cortez. Our judge is Burt Clements from the USA, Guy Jutras from Canada, and John Stewart from the USA. I almost said John Stewart from The Daily Show and then I'm John Stewart. <laughs> so the fight starts and initially Marquez is looking pretty slick, I thought. He's counter-punching, he's doing the body punching, all that stuff that we know. And then he's not. <laughs> and yeah. He's knocked down three times pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. The first note th- from that first minute was that um, he looked good, but his footwork was a bit awkward against the southpaw. Yeah, and his head movement was a bit non-existent too. But um, I know we said we wouldn't give away our round-by-round scores, but I think I think many won that first round. <laughs> oh, uh, look, I mean, it was close. You know? you, you, yeah, sure, you knock a guy down three times, but uh, it's pretty close. I honestly thought that fight was going to be way tough. Yeah. That, I, the I, end of that round. The end of that round. It was, was hard fucking later. Hard later. It sort of 
we end up being a really good call from the referee. So a minute 30 in, he was caught with a decent uh, straight left, which um, he sort of bounced straight back up from. He didn't yeah. look badly at Is it. that the first yeah. knockdown? That's the first knockdown. Yeah. yeah, that didn't look too severe. Yeah, two minutes in. I also thought he didn't look too bad on that second knockdown. No, you were saying earlier you thought he was a bit more hurt on that one. Yeah. Third time he was down was with 20 seconds left to go in the round. Did anyone there notice is... that dirty punch by Manny? Oh, yeah, yeah on the second knockdown. <laughs> Just yeah, that... like a good hook to the head. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking for good measure, mate. <laughs> fair but firm Joe Cortez fucking totally missed that, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I usually like Joe as a ref. He is usually fair but firm. <laughs> <laughs> He sort of snuck it in there at the end of the announcing for this one. Hey? Yeah, it's yeah. like he almost forgot and then called him back. So I'm fair, I'm fair. <laughs> <laughs> so we might as well say what we had for this round. Like, oh, think, it's tense. It's tense. It's got to Yeah. I thought the story, pretty much the story of the first two, three rounds is like Manny's hand speed is fucking phenomenal. It's, Marquez looks like he's struggling to deal with it. But you do start to see some nice body work from Marquez like, towards the end of the second. I thought one thing where he started adjusting really early was straight away, as soon as round two started, you could tell he was moving his head a lot more. Yeah. Trying to get away from that straight left. Were you keeping an eye on the CompuBox numbers at all? Too? I've got them noted down a few times when they came up. Yeah. They always seem low to me when they come up. Like CompuBox isn't accurate because it, it can't works be. like, the same they, way as um, in amateur boxing. Is it just scoring. someone pressing a button? It is. Yeah. So, so that's when, the but there's no, yeah, there's no going that, through though. replays or anything, no saying when it definitely landed. Yeah. It's when you think it did, seeing it live. Uh, that's the theme of the show, right? It's like, same as judging. Sometimes yeah. you've got to cut a bit of slack because... Because we can always go back and we rewind. Can, yeah, we can rewind and, and watch. Yeah. No, there's one thing I read about in the judging rules. They have to have their scores done pretty much as soon as the round ends. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it would be kind of a shit job, to be honest. Sorry, we're going on with the second round. One other thing with damage. At the end of the first minute, uh, commentators noted that Marquez was bleeding from his nose a lot. Yeah. yeah. Winds up being a bit of a story in the fight. It just looks... having to keep his mouth open as he's boxing. Yeah, it looked broken. And then, did you guys pick up this comment from uh, Larry Merchant? He uh, says... Marquez is fighting mountains. I think he meant to say Marquez has a mountain to climb. That's yeah. <laughs> going, back, going back to my very, very early notes, Larry, as uninsightful as ever. <laughs> He's just fucking smashed. It must be yeah. really hard to be that, that pissed and do that job. I think it'd be fucking great. Like, he's got the dream job, man. Yeah. He yeah. turns up in Vegas, snorts some coke. Coke, hookers, boxing, what more could you want? And he gets a ringside seat and he's just fucking smashed. Fair fucks to him, Larry. Should we get back into it? He's fucking annoying, though. He is fucking annoying. Yep. So, I got for the rest of the second round, my note about Marquez was that uh, his strategy is to counter at the end of Pacquiao's engagements, which he does pretty effectively, and already seems to be causing a little bit of hesitation for Pacquiao. I think not only this fight, the four times they fought, that was a story. Man is aggressive. Pacquiao counters. I mean, Marquez Marquez counters. counters. Yeah, all right. So, so are we not wrong? giving our scorecards? No, I, I may like, or may not have forgotten to total my scorecard. <laughs> we'll get to that at the end. So, um, yeah. Round three, I didn't notice that the pace slowed I, I, This is where I started to see a bit of a resurgence from yeah, Marquez and, and started to see him actually taking control. And he was frustrating Pacquiao, obviously. Very much. And he even wobbled him at the end of the round. This was a very much like a wave just... Yeah. Changing and I did sort of say that and uh, at the end of the round I had a note that um after Pacquiao gets hit hard, 
he sort of runs back towards his corner with his arms up smiling as though he's won it. He's won it, yeah. Where body language might come into it was Marquez sort of still walked back to his corner, like head down, eyes focused as though he's losing the fight. That which, um, that thing that fighters do, like when they get hit or they like make a, stick their tongue out or put their hands up or something, that, that means it hurts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it but in this gets, case, I think because Marquez went back looking like he was having a hard fight, it could have swayed the judges to yeah, potentially yeah. score that fight, uh, that round the wrong way if they had, uh, if they happened to have it wrong, I guess. At the end of round three, did you see the ad for Jones Tarver? I can't remember if it was one or two. Two. I Jones, did. Jones Tarver, two. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Mm. Oof. <laughs> it's one we have to get to later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not two, James Starver one. Oh, one, yeah, yeah. Yep. No, not much point reviewing two. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing earlier in this round, uh, Jim talks about the punch stats. We didn't have the copy box show okay, up on Jim? the screen. Oh. Yeah, okay, Jim. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, no, sorry, Jim. if we're talking about okay, Jim, as in Letterman, all he said mm. was that he had round two for Pacquiao as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, Jim himself said Pacquiao threw 77 punches to Marquez's 45 in round two. Yeah. Which he says could mean the judges have him five points ahead, but it was Pacquiao through seventy-seven punches. Yeah, Still, whether how much you factor in his um, his aggression compared to who whoever was landing the more effectively yeah. is yeah. up for debate. This is, I think, a theme that will be pretty prominent really in the entire yeah. series of yeah. fights. But which one is Jim? Jim is Lampley. The, uh, you see the because there's Lampley Merchant and who's the other guy? We had Stuart in this one. Stuart. And there's the usual courier. Kellerman? Is it Kellerman? Oh, yeah, Jim. Yeah, yeah. Jim is Jim Courier, isn't he? Jim Lampley. But is Jim Lampley like the main guy who does the talking? Like, I yeah. think he is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jim Lampley. Yeah. Who's Jim Courier? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you guys knew. <laughs> uh, round four. Again, I thought this. Well, everything kind of looks slow. From yeah, everything looks slow. From um, like the first two rounds, which I thought was like pretty high, pretty high pace. Again, yeah. the punch stats are like fucking phenomenally close, like phenomenally close. And these are the kind of rounds, especially when these two fight, the styles mesh, like the aggressive counter puncher kind of mix. The punch stats are so close that like, some of these rounds are. Near impossible yeah, the punch right. stats had shown Marquez landing more, but Pacquiao throwing more. <laughs> but aren't the landed stats like there was hardly anything in it? I think. Like, yeah, I yeah. think it was pretty narrow. Yeah. But um, one thing I noted in the in between the rounds was Marquez's corner said to him, "You won the second and third round," which uh, Harold Letterman and Emmanuel Stewart both had it two one Pacquiao at that point. Yeah. Um, Marquez's jab started to be a lot more effective in this round, I think. He started Agreed. snapping yeah. Manny's yeah. head back a fair bit with the jab. Again, this is just Marquez just establishing control. Yeah. yeah. Doing what he does. And um, even Emmanuel Stewart starts to point that out as well. Two minutes in, he points out that um, Marquez is really just focusing on countering the left. He seemed like the only guy on the broadcast who talked about Marquez. The whole yeah, this, time. This going into the, the fight, it was very like... It's all Pacquiao. We're just assuming it's all yeah. Pacquiao. I think they thought this was going to be a walkover. Yeah, they definitely did. Yeah. They didn't encounter that fucking granite chin. No. Going into round five, this wasn't so much just a note of round five, but I noticed that just in general, and, th- and Pacquiao in general in his career, is, he doesn't do any body work, rarely. 
Does he? You see, he throws a couple of straights to the body, but he never invests in the body. Like he's a headhunter, and this is where uh, this is where I think Marquez's body work starts to like. He really starts to invest in the body, and there's a moment at one fifty five where Pacquiao attempts a body shot, and immediately, like straight after, eats a massive counter. And I think that's kind of why this, he doesn't go. Yeah, this is also yeah. the round where Pacquiao gets a cut above his eye. Is it? Yes. Yeah. I think that was the one where um, I've got a note here of uh, Marquez gets a hard right hand in and snaps his head back, and it was really eye-catching. Is that the one where his head like shakes really violently back and yeah. it looks like he's wobbled? But Yeah, Yeah, it yeah. looked like he wobbled, but it was probably he didn't look that wobbled to yeah. me on there. Yeah, in the few seconds after it. My notes here still, a lot of this is same, same, because it's, Marquez frustrates Pacquiao a lot, but Pacquiao is still able to land heavy shots sporadically, and sometimes that's enough to That was kind, of, around, kind of the story of this fight, though, really. I think it was it the story of the four fight. The four fight, yeah. <laughs> so, that's <But> this, <laughs> this is what happens when you get a headhunter and a counterpuncher. Pretty much. His fifth round though might have been uh, might have been Marquez's best round for um for the power punches. Like I had that um that big right hand at the start of it, but he also landed a couple right at the end of the round. Yeah. And then yeah. many tried to engage with some countering and cops another one. Jim commented many uh, Marquez round, won the round big and he's opened the cut above Pacquiao's eye at this point as well. Yeah, so at this point it's looking close, but at 10-6 round. Hard to come back from. It's real hard to come back from. He's got to punch him out, as Larry Merchant would say. Halfway point, round six. Round six. I think uh, this is another round where it's... It, all these rounds it, it, are it, tough, it, it, It's <laughs> much the same. I did note here there was a really nice body a shot to the body by Pacquiao, but uh, Marquez gave him a massive receipt with a big right. So Yeah. And then really put him into the ropes there. Is it? I think this is this around where um, did Pacquiao get wobbled again this round? Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. So you landed a nice body shot, and Marquez came back with yeah. big right hand. Emmanuel Stewart makes a note in this round as well. He says, um, makes a comment. Sorry, uh, Marquez has queen precision punches, eye catching to the judges, and always catches him with his head straight up. Yeah. When you watch these fights, like Marquez is probably the best combination puncher I've ever fucking seen ever he was the only one who like for me when you look at the combination punches like Sugar Ray Leonard that was still throwing largely it was like left hook right hook left hook right hook whereas Marquez will throw just weird shit or yeah. whatever I like up body to head yeah. yeah and Ray Leonard would throw a lot of like fluff if you know what I mean like it would be eye catching nothing shots on gloves it looks cool yeah. but Marquez is better I reckon yeah, I reckon he's got the most variety of any sort of combination puncher yeah. ever. He's probably the best one ever. Yeah. I didn't really take any notes around seven except for tough to score. Yeah, is... that that's the theme of my notes, really. Yeah. Um, I did get here there was some nice shots by Marquez. Um, a good left by Pacquiao, who's actually really starting to tighten it up a bit. Yeah. I noticed in the last few rounds he just wasn't able to... Almost wasn't able to get any any sort of timing, and you see, yeah, he was just getting of, counted the whole time. He just had yeah. no confidence, and this is around where he started to sort of tighten it all up and yeah, find his confidence again. The comments between rounds sort of sort of backed it up. 
Uh, Nacho Barristone said that, um, sorry, uh, Marquez is trained. I said these yeah. one rounds two to five. As Freddie Roach is saying to Manny that he needs to uh, start backing him up again by yeah. going with the double jab and backing him up with the left. Yeah, it's kind of telling, hey? Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of that throughout the fight from Freddie Roach just saying, don't let him establish control. And by that point, it was already too late. Too, it was too late. Um, I did note that I thought the referee was great. He didn't, I didn't see him. I didn't even notice he was there. The yeah. Fight. Like, he didn't. You know, I, I didn't notice that, but in hindsight, looking back, that's, yeah. a, really like, good, was that's no, a really good point. There was no fucking, he didn't. There was no unnecessary stoppage. Yeah. He wasn't needed, you know, to be yeah. fair, but he'd done a good job of just staying the fuck out of the way. And uh, did you guys see the ad for Mayweather Corley? I did. This? Yeah. No, I didn't. Did you see what what was Corley wearing? He had like a wig on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It was some sort of elaborate headdress. He looked like fucking Lex Luger, but black. <laughs> um, like Lex Luger, but cool. <laughs> let's be honest. Fuck, fuck Lex Luger. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, yeah, the, I just ran. Uh, he killed me. I just score as well. Though. Is that still round seven? Yeah, round seven. Yeah. Um, we had that moment where Pacquiao's uh, getting in a couple of really hard lefts in the one exchange. I think yeah. Marquez was throwing a combination and copped a couple right in the middle of it. Yeah. I think at the start of round nine, they show the punch stats again, and they've, in, like, percentage-wise, they've barely changed. It's extremely close. Yeah. Extremely close. It's- Just going into round eight briefly... Was there some sort of head clash? Because, again, I was watching a shitty quality version on YouTube. There was a moment where the referee separated him and Marquez seemed to sort of indicate to his head a bit. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have notes about it? Going through my notes, the one sort of big note I've got for this round is um, in the last minute. Say, so, uh, Jim has it the same as me. The most tactical round so far. Both fighters on their toes. Someone has to land some punches and win it. Yeah. Well, there could have been a head clash because it's a... Southpaw off the fight and that. Yeah, there was just, I don't know what it was, it was a shitty quality, but there was a moment where the referee sort of got, got involved and Marquez just sort of yeah. indicated to his head. Must have been the only time that the referee actually got involved. Yeah. So the input from the corners after round eight was uh, from Nacho Beristain saying to Marquez, he can't afford to lose any rounds. Freddie Roach said to back, yeah, you have to be the boss out there, reinforcing yeah. that point from earlier if you got to start backing him up again. Yeah, so um, they both corners sound kind of concerned. Um, round nine, there's like, Larry Merchant said at the start of round nine, Marcus is prepared to make a war of it. It's like, the fucking, you <laughs> <laughs> say that at the start of the fight, bro. Like, <laughs> it's fucking... The fight's nearly over. I, <laughs> I have stuff. copious notes on my disdain for Larry Merchant. Uh, it's is, not even worth going into at this point. This is going to be a thing, I think, like, anytime he's on HBO. Like, just drunk Larry. He's just a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, just get the man some wild turkey and tell him to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this fight was close, but this round again was close. Yeah. It's pretty quiet, but the, there's a bit of good action at the end. And also at the end of this round, again in the corners, there's concern in both corners. They're both kind of saying, can you step up? I think this was a round where I did what the judges can't do and rewound the last, I think it was 35 seconds, pretty much yeah. all the action happened in that round. I've done that a few times. Yeah, I did yeah. that a few times throughout the fight. So the championship round. Is it 10, 9, 11? No, we're on uh, round we're nine. Oh, shit. We're so, going into round 10. 
Yeah. Manuel Stewart's comment at the start of this round was um, lately Marquez has been the only one really throwing punches. Pacquiao's just moved around a lot. Yeah. And when he moves around a lot, he doesn't really box. No. He just kind of throws those nothing feigning jab kind of things that he does, you know, that, yeah. There was a funny comment from Drunk Larry in this one, though, when they started talking about how effective Marquez was. And Murray's like, that's why I called this round even. <laughs> He's so effective, I can oh, never just, give it to him. <laughs> just fuck off, Larry. He's such a fucking clown, nigga. Oh, Jesus Christ. I forget where we're up to now. Uh, we were we're still talking about round, round nine. nine. Fucking Larry. Just started on it. <laughs> Derailed by Larry Merchant. Again. Again. Yeah, this was a hard round to score. Yeah. I think I had this as one of my harder rounds to score in the fight. Did this yeah. from an already hard to score fight, from this round onwards, it just gets really, really hard. Yeah. There, yeah. Like, I, I, there were about six rounds in this fight which I struggled to score. And so some of them I just gave even, to be honest. There was one exchange where Pacquiao like, had the better of a combination. Landed really effectively, and then Marquez just counted with a really hard right. Yeah. So how do you? You've got to. How do you score that? Yeah. 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 That is like a honest I, I, question. Like, how there, do you score that? Like, do you give it to the guy who lands two or three okay punches, or the one big punch? Like, is that a personal referee by? It can be anything, and even I've, sometimes I've, when I'm scoring, I'll just write the winner of an exchange. Yeah. And yeah. in the last few seconds, I've got uh, Pacquiao exchange, even exchange, Marquez exchange. Yeah. I went out of my way to not give 10 10. Really? Yeah. It's technically something you're meant to do, you but it, really? if you absolutely can't get anything other than a 10 10. Yeah. I am not afraid to give a 10 10. Right? I'm not afraid to give a 10 10, but I just wanted to. I really wanted to find something in each round that I could try yeah. and give something a point for. But, um, but I had 10 rounds in this This was it. This was a challenge. I got a couple in there. I think I'm not I had two. Hmm. But um, I also feel like you, sh- you shouldn't just give someone around just because. If no. you think it's even, call it even. Hmm. Like it. But the, uh, the bit of judging guidance I read, which is from the Nevada State Athletic Commission, says that... Um, if you've got around 10-10, you should really be watching for the last bits of the round, sort of, if someone gets in something effective, yeah, then they're the winner. Isn't but that sometimes the, that just doesn't happen. Isn't that the cliche, like, uh, win the last 30 seconds kind of thing? Like Sugar Ray Leonard, famous kind of thing. Yeah. The flurries in the last 30 seconds. You see it in, like, MMA as well. Like, the dudes will go for the takedown with 30 seconds to go. Yeah, even though just fly on top of them. yeah. Essentially useless. So going into round 10, Harold Letterman has a, that round 10 on Pacquiao. Has it 86 82? Pacquiao. Pacquiao. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. My notes, I'm going to be honest, for the last three rounds were extremely light. But yeah. I did notice in round 10 that I disagreed with the way that the commentary was calling the fight at that point. Or in that round in particular. So yeah, I've got it. Uh, so on the early notes from the corner, uh, Freddie Roach says to Manny that his jab and his hook are working well and he needs to do more of it. Nacho Beristain says he's not doing much with his left hand, but be careful of it to Juan Mel yeah. Marquez. Sounds advice. Yeah. I think Marquez came out his most aggressive in this round, just straight up tried to knock 10. his head off with yeah. the right, yeah, but it got blocked. That's sort of one of the things I found in this fight, like, I hadn't watched many Pacquiao fight for a while, but he 
He always sort of has the reputation of just a guy who has a lot of footwork and then hits you with a hard right when he creates an angle. Hard yeah. left, sorry. But um, his defence actually was pretty good in this fight, yeah. especially his head movement. In general, like, I don't know if it's purposeful, like, he's, like, really consciously moving his head or it's just the way that he bounces, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but he bounces around a lot. He is a bouncy boy. He's, <laughs> he is a bouncy boy. <laughs> he's just, like, his, wit, his fighting style is weird. That like, it's not like conventional. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. This is where um the commentators seem to start getting a bit concerned for Pacquiao's fight schedule as well. Uh, a minute into round ten, they start talking about him having an ambitious fight schedule with nine months between the uh, the fight with sorry Pereira. Pereira and the planned fight with Morales. That is a fucking murderous row, though. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. And straight up a bad idea. Probably, yeah, probably more yeah. on Yeah, <laughs> probably outside of Chavez, it's probably the three greatest Mexicans of all time. Yeah, yeah. I reckon any of them would give Chavez a pretty awesome fight. Yeah, well, at the very least, an entertaining one. Love to see it. Yeah, you never see it. Um, um, what are we up to now? Round eleven. Round eleven. Round eleven. Jesus Christ. El Championship. Round. This round was a little slow, I thought, compared to. Yeah, this was, I think, both guys getting, like, yeah. fatigue was settling in. You can tell in this round and the next round, like, they're both wrecked. They're fucked. But, I mean, <laughs> there's no denying both guys just put everything into this one. Oh, yeah. And, and oh, yeah. it shows an entertaining as hell fight. There's an interesting comment going into it, though. Uh, Nacho Beristain says to Marquez, six more minutes and you win. So, clearly, at this point, he thinks his he fight thinks is won, yeah. well ahead. Um, I do think they are getting pretty tired at this point, though. Yeah, the action's not as good. These, uh, especially this round, round 11, I thought it wasn't so great. It wasn't. There was a bit at the end, though, where they, both guys sort of landed some pretty nice shots. Yeah. But overall, a very, very sluggish round. Yeah, which you'll excuse, because they've... They've just given it everything tonight. I want to talk about Edelman, though. Like, coming into this round here... Okay, Jim! <laughs> He has Pacquiao winning the last four rounds pretty clearly and has I, a 96-91 Pacquiao. I noticed that. So he's got like a unassailable lead by a knockout kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. Which but like, I don't think anyone else has an unassailable lead for Pacquiao. Well, maybe someone does. <laughs> we'll see. But, um, <laughs> well, in the industry, we call that foreshadowing. <laughs> I can see how you could give all those rounds to Pacquiao, to be fair. This was a I really mean, close fight. Yeah, they were the closest rounds, but... Uh, throughout the whole fight, Jim has seemed to be like, if it's a close round, it's a Pacquiao round. Yeah, I mean, this is a HBO thing. And <laughs> not just a HBO thing, like, this is a TV broadcast in boxing thing. It's like, we have we have the house fighter, and he's going to win. No, I know you yeah. like Canelo a lot, but Canelo gets his fucking same treatment now. He does. That is and he's not, like, he, like, if there's a close fight, he's winning that fight. Even if he's not winning, he's winning. Like against Mayweather. <laughs> that 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 Mayweather fight. I was going to say we should cover that, but it, that was painful. That is the single. We worst, do need to cover that. That is the single worst scorecard. Uh, I yeah, I, 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 when I, I was watching it live, I remember I was at a little pub in France, and I was really? absolutely smashed. I was in <laughs> and I was trying to give rounds to Canelo because I'm a Canelo fan. <laughs> he was. He Even was. When I was trying drunk. to give him rounds, I only gave him. 
two rounds because uh, Mayweather pretty much decided not to throw anything for yeah. a couple of rounds. He just let Len. Yeah, that was one good shot. That was an ugly fight. It was fucking horrific. I tried giving Canelo a round and I couldn't. I had it. was ugly. I had a shout out. Uh, yeah. I'd have to watch it I reckon it would be but we should yeah. watch it again and see yeah, just yeah. how bad the score <laughs> we'll find out the name of that that judge wasn't it Adelaide Bird I don't know yeah Whoever. she's made uh, a, a, a fair fun. few horrendous decisions across both boxing and MMA I'm pretty sure yeah because I, I think she did did kind of like she did boxing and everyone yeah, was yeah. like oh fuck that whoever it is they fucking should have their license taken off them that's for sure yeah. They have a license? Ugh. Yeah, I mean, at this point, like, we could do a better job. Yes, and we've been sinking beers all afternoon. Shh. Judging. So I had uh, Marquez rallying a fair bit in this round, getting back to what had been, you know, getting him back in the fight in yeah. uh, that earlier half of the fight. Is this still 11, yeah? Yep. Yeah, round yep, 11. Yeah. He's jabbing really well in this round and counters a lot as well. Just all those counters whenever... Back, yeah, I was wanting to throw a straight left. He just ends with a combination from Marcus. Yeah. And the last round of the fight. All right, guys, straight off the bat, I got so captivated by this round that I didn't I didn't score it. I, with fact, some, uh, <laughs> I have in my notes. Sorry, I just want to say in my notes here. I said uh, I forgot to score it. I just hope both guys had fun. They sure <laughs> looks like they and, and, and I scored it a 10-10 because I forgot to score it. So They look they, like they're having fun. I mean, what's you know, fun uh, than getting punched in the head? Just... To go with what the corners were saying to their fighters going into that round, though. From Nacho Beristain, was, you've got it now. You're up by three points. Talking to one Manuel Marquez. Really? Freddie Roach says to Pacquiao, we need this round badly. You've got to drop him. Really? Yeah. I fucking completely missed that. Yeah, I missed that one too, actually. Again, I... But the other hand of that, uh, Letterman has it 105 to 101 Pacquiao. Yeah. See, this is this fight is impossible I think to be called a bad decision because it's, the consensus it, it, is so far one way or the, or the other. Yeah, and, and I think we've actually between us got very different scorecards. I, I, I reckon it's going to wind up being very. Can I just quickly? Can I quickly borrow a pen and paper off someone so I can actually attempt to round up my scores here? Yeah, because um, I goofed. So then the fight ends, and do you want to give us the honour of reading the official decision and the judges who gave these scores? Yes, please scramble yeah. for time. Sorry about that. Ripping <laughs> sound, guys. That was, uh... Just ripping a fart. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wait one. Um, oh, before that. So the crowd, I thought, was booing Marquez a bit when he stood on the ropes, but then later on I thought they booed Pacquiao as well. Yeah. And maybe there was some Filipinos there. Who knows? Yeah. Mexicans and, uh... of the Orient. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Drunk Larry, despite... Not really scoring rounds goes. I had Pacquiao winning a close fight. He also spent ages in that fight talking about how well Marquez was doing and then comes up at the end with, I think Pacquiao won. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Larry. So what were the official scores here? Uh, so the official scores, uh, Judge Stewart had it uh, 115 to 110 Pacquiao. Yeah. Guy Jutras had it 115 to 110 Marquez. Notable thing in this is he had... 10-round swing. 10-point yeah. swing, sorry. Unbelievable. Wait, sorry, that's not the judge I'm thinking of. Yeah, but 10-point swing there. Clements was the one with a controversial card. Yeah, he scored at 113-113 a draw. Yeah. He scored round one at 10-7. Yeah. yeah big, he said... Big boo-boo. Big yeah. boo-boo. 
Yeah, he said after the fight, the day after they asked him about it, and he said he didn't know you can score a 10 6 round. So if he gave it a 10 6, Pacquiao would have won it. Split. Yeah, would have yeah. won 113, 112 on his card. Yeah. Fair um, call. I did look up the rules on that, and um, the judges do recommend never scoring a. Anything below a 10 6. Yeah, I think that's fair. Which I interpret to mean do not score anything below a 10 6. I interpret that to mean if it's lower, the fight's getting waved off. Yeah. Basically. It'd have to be, unless there's some serious luck with flash knockdowns. So, before we get into our decision, and our decisions are always correct, keep that in mind. They are. They're always correct. Did you enjoy the fight? I did enjoy the fight. It's one of the better fights yeah. from the twentieth, uh, 21st century. Yeah. yeah, I fucking loved this fight. It was great. It had everything. It had all the knockdowns at the start. It had everything you expect from Marquez, the body punching, the counter punching. Pacquiao was aggressive. The crowd was fucking hot. Even the commentary wasn't too bad, even though it's it was pretty heavily biased, I thought. But I had thought the drama, great. not only yeah. in the fight, but in the backing to the fight as yeah. well. Um, so, uh, yes, this was so, a supremely entertaining fight. Yes. Okay, so our scorecards. Who wants to go first? I will read our cards first and then we'll go through which rounds you gave. Yeah, okay. we'll go through some post-fight stuff as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. My scorecard is 111-116, many pack here. Could definitely have some differences. I've got <laughs> yeah. 114, 112 for Marquez. Oof. I may have made a mass mistake. <laughs> <laughs> You're just missing a 10, bro. Yeah. So right. you, uh, Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, you know what? That works. So, I'm getting. Two. Two. Uh, one and one. Oh, fuck. So, we have, a, we have a split decision victory for one and one Marquez. Yeah. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <coughs> um, rounds, clearly we don't suck because we clearly picked the winner. You loser. The rounds. I went <coughs> rounds 1, 2, Wait. 7, 8, 9, and 12. Should or, we go by round? Uh, talk about who had who winning each round? <coughs> I was just going to like you say who you had. Yeah. Well, mm. I, my notes are kind of screwy, so let's, yeah. let's do that. I had 1, 2, 7, 8, 9, 12 for Pacquiao. Three, five, six, ten for Marquez, and eleven and four even. All right. So I don't have mine all on the same page. So bear with me for a second. Obviously, we had round one, ten, six, Pacquiao. No. <laughs> I had round two for Marquez. Uh, round three, Marquez. Four, Pacquiao. Five, Marquez. That's the point where I think the fight became even. Six Marquez. Yeah, same as me. Round seven Pacquiao. Yeah. Uh, that again made the fight even, 65-65. Round eight Marquez. Round nine even. Got round ten Pacquiao. That again made the fight even. No, sorry, they've been even for a little while because the previous round was a draw. Round 11 had for Marquez. And round 12 I had 10-9 for Marquez. All right, so we've already established I can't do numbers. <laughs> and we're about to establish that I can't do words, letters, the fucking rest of it. So round one, big shock for you guys here. I actually scored this round 10-6. No. Okay. Get out of here. I know. So that was a Pacquiao round. Round two, I gave 10-9 to Pacquiao. 
round three, I uh, gave it to Marquez 10-9, as I did with round four, five, six, seven, eight, Oof. nine. Uh, Ten, I gave it a draw. Eleven, Marquez, and, and twelve, I kind of goofed and forgot to score. Okay. And draw. So I, I, I should probably confess a little bit of a bias. I... I I'm a big Marquez oh, fan. Like we didn't to, we didn't talk about our biases. We're meant to. So that's one of the things to. we'd always spoken about. We're yeah, meant yeah. to queer biases pre-fight. I thought um, I was able to score this pretty impartially because I really like both guys a lot. And I, I, I tried. It was just that close of a goddamn fight yeah. that it was so hard to be objective. Yeah. I think I scored impartially because I'd go and rewind stuff if I wasn't sure who was winning. Yeah. I did try to... Score very impartially, but you should know I'm a big Marquez fan. Yeah. So. Um, so I guess based on that, it's pretty hard to call this decision bad because we basically had as wide a spread as the judges Look, did. We, we did the this only- for a bit of a laugh and it was hard. I do not envy the judges that actually had to do it on no. the night. I mean, I do. They got paid. Let's be fair. The only thing <laughs> sure, I can sure. say is really bad about this judging call was uh, Judge Clemens. Who didn't know that you can score a ten six round? That yeah. should probably know the rules if you're judging. That seems like a bit of an. Oversight. I thought the judge yeah. who pretty much gave every round to Marquez was. It was that. That was a guy. Uh, guy Jutras, <laughs> this guy. Yeah. And one fifteen, one ten. It was Judge Judge Trevor. What I just had yeah, a bit yeah. of a stiffy for Marquez. Get yeah. over it. So, so uh, Jutras had one on one. Jutras had a one fifteen, one ten for Marquez, but also had. Uh, 10 of the last 11 rounds of the fight going to Marquez. Oh, shit. Well, I guess so, one thing we can say is uh, Marquez really found himself in this fight. I guess it takes Juan to know Juan. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, I so apologize I, for nothing. I didn't think the decision was that bad if no. we've got cards as wild as they do. Yeah. To be honest. Even in the punches, I think the... The stats were uh, close at the end as well. Yeah, the stats had Marquez leading 120 to 100 for power punches, but I think they had Pacquiao leaning for overall punches. Yeah. Uh, sorry, winning for overall punches. So, all I can say, like, the decision isn't that bad. I really remember, like, this fight, I should have probably asked at the start. This was before I started watching boxing, like, hardcore. Yeah. I started about 2005, 2006, really watching boxing. But this I, fight always had like legendary status. Yeah. Like, I yeah. remember when the rematch was announced, people were fucking pumped. Like, yeah. I wasn't even watching years MMA at this point, and it took me a long time to go from just MMA to actually going to watching and appreciating boxing as yeah. well. So I probably. Well, oh, six oh seven for me. Yeah. yeah, boxing was kind of considered like the old man's. Kind it of it was, like, and it was like un, oh, they, they can't un, uncool. Like, it's not yeah. really fighting because you can't. What would happen if one of them got taken down? And it takes a long time to go. Oh, it's not the fucking point. Yeah, yeah. it's really not. Yeah, um, like I said, even though Trevor gave most of the rounds to Marquez, I I don't think you can say it's fair or unfair either way. It's hard to score. At the end of the day, draw was probably the fairest thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah both Jim and um, Emmanuel Stewart said they don't see it as a huge controversy except for the 10-6 round. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's yeah. a bad fuck-up. One thing that does annoy me a little bit with uh, Pacquiao in the post-fight interview, he says that um, he was a bit hampered by his foot hurting in rounds three, four, and eight. And he goes, um, I couldn't move. I heard it two weeks before the fight. I slipped and fell. Like Everyone always right. seems to have an injury right. that they sustained in training camp have you every ever, time they, they have a decision not go their way. Has there ever been, recently at least, 
a big fight where the loser hasn't had an injury in training camp. No. Has there ever? No. <laughs> yeah. Like Conor McGregor when he broke his leg the second day of the We did Cowboys already. Yeah, I came off my four-wheel of fucking bike and ripped out most of my intestines. I'll be good for fight night. It'll be right. It'll <laughs> be, be right. sweet, mate. Um, do we want to talk about what we think each fighter could have done to to sort of make it go their way a bit more? As, as a general rule, yes, but for this fight, that's impossible. Right, so there was absolutely no time delay there, no pause whatsoever. <laughs> I did not take a shit. <laughs> I did. <laughs> a real growler. So, um, what do we think Edge Fighter could have done to to really like to really convincingly win that fight? Honestly, uh, they just gave everything they had. Yeah, I really can't. The only note I did have was Pacquiao could have invested more in the body but it didn't seem feasible because every time he tried he ate a counter so I don't know Marquez could have there were some rounds where he took his foot off the gas a bit but he's probably just knackered dude to be honest like I don't know what else he could have done yeah. I think he just needed to come out a bit more cautious that first round he wasn't moving his head no and um, really if he I think on most people's scorecards, if he hadn't have been dropped in the first round, he probably would have won the fight pretty yeah. comfortably. I think even on mine, like, give him, say you give him four points. Actually, because of the two even rounds, it still probably would have been a draw, I think. But either way, like, you write in most people's cards, without that first round, he probably wins pretty handily. Right? I think the floor for Pacquiao was what Emmanuel Stewart was saying, was that he was sort of spamming his straight left a fair bit. Yeah, well, he yeah. does that. Yeah, he just needed more variety in his attacks, and I reckon it would have been pretty sweet. Yeah. All right, want to talk about the uh, the next fight we're going to do? Next fight. Are we going to do two because it's shorter? Um, it might not be shorter because the rounds are longer. Okay, that true. is actually be a really valid point. point. Well, we're definitely going to do Carlos Condit versus Robbie Lawler. We might do something else. We might not. But that's definitely the next one. I am very pumped for that one. Same. I love that, that fight. That I is such that a good fight. I think I was real drunk the first time I watched it. I, I was, don't really remember. I was fucking <laughs> But I, I, I was... had my wits enough to know who I thought won at the time. But we'll, that's a bridge. We'll uh, cross when we get to it. Yeah. Um, I guess in closing... Uh, Maybe the real story was the friends we made along the way. Yeah. We've got uh, we've got email in the description if you've got any feedback, any suggestions for future fights. If you think we scored this in a really terrible way, let us know. And, uh, put uh, com- comments on it if you're watching it on YouTube. And, if uh, follow us on to... Facebook at uh, Armchair Judging on Facebook. You'll be able to find us in a couple of days. And if anyone wants to sponsor us, we are just completely willing to whore ourselves out. I'm not quite willing to hold myself out, but yes, let's go with that. Shekels. <laughs> <laughs>